0: Hello there, and welcome to episode 145 of the Speak Up podcast. This is Laura Camacho, and my guest is myself. I am an executive communication coach and a creator of several uh, communication and culture building workshops, and usually on this podcast, you hear me interview Somebody really interesting. So I hope I live up to my own standards, but it will be shorter. It's very focused. This is a series called Executive Presence Explained. And the last episode was about, you know, really what is executive presence and what it's not. Today is foundation, the foundations of executive presence. There's three things that you need to really have clear be- long before you step into that meeting, whether it's a Zoom meeting or a face-to-face meeting, but really the foundation that you can start working on right now. And then the, the third episode on this topic, Executive Presence Explained, is going to go into the tools that I teach my clients every single day about speaking up with more impact. In fact, I, I know that if you've been coached by me, a lot of this is gonna sound very familiar. And you, that's good, you should be remembering the things that we go over in our sessions. And those of you who have not been coached by me or haven't attended my workshop, I think you're gonna get a lot of value. I'm What people say about me is that I'm very real. Like I'm no BS, very direct. In fact, when people come to me and say, oh, Laura, I'm just too direct. I'm too blunt. That's what they say. I've been told I'm too blunt. I'm like, that is not your issue. There's other things we need to address. But being blunt, being real, being direct is a great quality because that means people can trust you, but it can come across as prickly or spiky or... or, that you don't like people. So there's other things you need to add to your toolbox, but being too blunt is not the issue. That is in fact a total diamond studded platinum asset. And that will actually help you with executive presence because one of the things that executive presence is not is talking your head off or just chatting too much or not having a clear purpose or repeating yourself. All of those things go against executive presence it's neither talking too much nor talking too little but talking according to your purpose all right so let's dive right into this foundation of executive presence i'm going to go over three factors one is mindset the other is body language and the third is purpose and let's let's actually start with purpose first because your purpose can motivate you and people are Sometimes people come to me with a very specific scenario, such as they're interviewing for a promotion or a new job, or they've been told they need to give better feedback or be more interesting in their presentations. And sometimes people come to me and they, you know, oh, I heard that you help people communicate better. And I would, you know, I think I'm pretty good, but I would like to be a better communicator. Well, you know improving your communication is like there's 5000 different aspects to that is it your body language is it that you're too chatty is that you're too boring is it that you don't know how to give feedback or that you don't express empathy or that you talk about yourself all the time or that you're, you know, boring. I don't know. There's just like a thousand things it could be. It could be public speaking. It could be speaking to your boss. It could be speaking to your reports. It could be managing relationships with your colleagues. So all kinds of things. So how am I supposed to know what you need, right? As if you come to me without a specific purpose in, for your communication, executive communication coaching. So this is what I've learned. It's all about purpose. You know that you are reaching your goals, your communication goals, if you know what your purpose is. But if you're just shooting from the hip, like talking without thinking, and this is a problem for verbal processors who actually do process as they think, but in the executive suite where time is much more valued than say in your team meeting, that is not going to fly it is you're going to take up too much time you need to do that processing before the meeting and neither is talking too little but the it's being purposeful what is the purpose of what am i going to say is it to introduce an alternative viewpoint is it to reinforce a solution that's been proposed is it to cause people to think about a certain issue differently? Is it to give them information that they didn't have so that they make a better decision? That, by the way, is probably the most common, that you know things that the other people don't know, and they can make a better decision if you share that information, but you have to share it in a way that they actually hear it and retain it. Those are the different purposes. It also could be that you want to, your purpose is to speak up in this meeting so that you get used to speaking up in meetings. It could be so that you b- start building a relationship perhaps with somebody in the meeting, but you need to have a purpose. You need to have a purpose when you have your one-on-ones, you need to have a purpose with any, if your meeting doesn't have a purpose, then for heaven's sakes, don't have the meeting. Purpose. So, if you want to, the first thing you can do to come across is more sharp, more got your act together, more executive presence is to know why you're at this meeting and what you hope to achieve. And you can write it down. There can be two or three things, but there needs to be one overriding purpose. So, the number one item on the foundation of executive presence is know your purpose. Think of the acronym WAIT. Why am I talking? You need to know that before you open your mouth. All right, so that's purpose. And then the second thing I'm going to talk about is mindset. But I went over purpose first because the purpose that you choose may influence what kind of mindset you want to adopt because I don't believe that mindset is something you know, fix that you're always have a growth mindset, or you always have a fixed mindset, or you always are positive. I think that the mindset can be like your frame of mind, the filter with it, with which you're going to view the reality of this specific meeting, or this specific conversation. What is the mindset? Maybe you need to be very courageous. So you're going to have Perhaps a growth mindset. And a growth mindset means that you're going to keep working at something, even if you're not good at it, until you're good at it. So you're, that means you're going to try different approaches. It also could mean taking risk. And by the way, you're going to hear me mention this several times in this short series on executive presence is that there is risk involved. It might not come out as perfectly as you would like it to, it might not be clear, but you've got to start somewhere. So what is your mindset? What is maybe the mindset is you're going to really need to be relaxed. So you're going to like work on, you know, relaxing your body and trying to get your anxiety down a little bit so that your brain functions better. Cause you know, stress is like the worst thing for communication. It just shuts your brain down. So, Maybe you want to be open. Maybe you're going into a meeting that you feel like everybody's against you or against your team or they don't value you. So maybe you're just going to go with curiosity as your mindset and you're going to be, I'm going to be listening. My purpose in this meeting is to listen and understand other points of view. That is still executive presence because hopefully you're listening so well, you might ask a provocative question or you might uh, repeat or add on comments follow-up comments or questions to what other people have said, or you might compile and collate that information that you gathered in a future meeting or presentation. So do you need to have the mindset of curiosity? Does it need to be pure growth? Does it need to be, I need to be positive because I feel like it's going to be a very negative meeting. Maybe we have to meet to lay off people and I'm going to look really hard the part of the cup that's half full so I'm going to be super positive or you know what what is your mindset there's a lot of different I would look for a useful mindset so ask yourself what is the mindset that would be most useful to me in this situation and so it could be courage it's going to be I'm going to be courageous I'm going to be my most courageous self I'm going to be my most positive self I'm going to be my most curious self, or I'm going to just be, have a growth mindset and just take my missteps and failures as progress on the steps, on the path to mastery. So you want to get your mindset and it only has to last for the meeting. You know, I, it's not sustainable to be super alert, super intentional, you know, 24 seven, you need time to reset. So you got your purpose, You've got your mindset. And the last thing is your body language. And that is true even if it's a virtual meeting. And I have interviewed several body language experts. And I can tell you, (laughs) because I'm always asking for for you guys, but I'm also asking for me. So a body language expert, what is the one thing that will help in body language that will help me be more successful? And that one thing is posture, like sitting up straight. Standing up straight. And here is a pro tip from giving hundreds of webinars. If it's a high stakes meeting, if it's a meeting where there's a lot of people and maybe you're going to feel intimidated, either use your stand-up desk or make a stand-up desk. My stand-up desk is my desk with this very cool, clean trash can and a stack of books and then my laptop. That's my stand-up desk. I use it for all group meetings. I never teach or have a group meeting or give a webinar sitting down. One to one? Yes. Group? No. So if you want more energy for a certain conversation, it could be a one-on-one with somebody that you're intimidated by, stand up. That's the best body language you can have. But if even if you're sitting, sit up straight for heaven's sakes. If it's virtual, you know, make sure your background is clean. And there was something else I was going to say about body language. Oh, yeah. And that is before you might think of a ritual to adapt, you know, your executive presence preparation where you stretch before the meeting because we tend to accumulate stress in our chest between our shoulders, you know, from being hunched over this laptop so long. So you want to stretch those shoulders back, stretch those arms back if you can stand up and Do your arms like in windmills or pull your arms back like you're going to clap your hands behind you that just releasing that tension that accumulates between your shoulders is so valuable for helping you to relax because if you're relaxed, everybody's going to feel more relaxed around you. And actually you can think of being relaxed as a pseudonym, synonym, sorry, for confidence. Because when we're relaxed, it's because we're confident, right? And when we're confident, we tend to be pretty relaxed or at least more relaxed than a non-confident person. So have your, you know, your body language, you want to have that posture. If it's a high stakes, you want to be standing up. And finally, train yourself to look into the camera, not at the screen all the time. I'm not saying that you have to look at the camera the whole time, but it definitely gives a better impression. And this is, of course, for virtual meetings. To look at the camera, especially when you're listening. When you're speaking, you want to. You might want to see the uh, looks on the people's faces. But when you're listening, try to look at the camera and and put a little sticky note or something to remind you to look at the camera. If you're meeting face to face, if it's a presentation, of course you want to be standing up. If you're sitting down, sit up straight. Hands on the table. You always want people to see your hands. Don't put your hands in your pocket. And that's it. I mean, those is very three pretty straightforward elements to your foundation of executive presence. You don't need that Harvard degree. You don't need a suit from, you know, fancy store limited. Although I will say this about what to wear in case this is a bonus. I was not planning to include this, but what to wear is something that makes you feel the way that matches your mindset. Like if you want to feel, you know, if you're like, I want to be so confident, wear the outfit, the earrings or the tie or the shirt uh, with that, that you feel most confident or you feel at your best. I do think that shirts with collars, you know, working from home, shirts with the collars give more executive presence than plain t-shirts, a jacket, gives the impression of more executive presence it's not that you want to put on a suit but i myself sometimes when i put on a i have this lovely black blazer and people seem to respond differently when i like more pay more attention because i guess partly because they're so shocked that somebody's wearing a blazer while working from home but i always have a collar if or if it's a it's a Sweater than I would have a scarf, but you want to have a collar. I think, even if you work in tech, if you're aiming for vice president and beyond, I would wear a, a shirt with a collar all the time. I would make that habit. So, that's the summary of the foundation of executive presence explained. Know your purpose, choose a useful mindset, and stand up straight. If you do those things, you're like 90% there. And in the next episode, I'm going to cover speaking with more impact so that when you do speak up, it lands better because we've all experienced where people talk over us or somebody else takes credit for our idea. idea. So the last one is going to be a really short, but lots of power in how to speak with more impact. And just to remind you, my book called The Practical Guide to Effective Communication is coming out this spring. I think it's next month, but I don't have a date for sure. And I will let you know. Again, this is Laura Camacho from Mixonian Institute. My website is www.m, as in Mary, dot ncom And I will see you on the next episode, which is the last of the series of Executive Presence Explained. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.